Welcome back to another episode of Chow and Company, your source of food, culture, and entertainment. Now, today's guest is the definition of a multi-hyphenate. She does a little bit of everything. She's a self-taught cook, baker, food writer, recipe developer, food stylist, authoress, and most importantly, <laughs> she is the founder and owner of Orchids and Sweet Tea. So I want everybody to give it up for Shanika Graham White. Thank you for having me, Marcus. Yes, yes, yes. Thank <laughs> you for being on the show. And can I just start off with saying, Shanika, you know I'm a fan. You know I'm I a know. fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm always on your stuff. Like, you are just everything in terms of, like, the content oh. creation game. Like, you are the standard. Thank you. Like, Thank the you. standard. And so, yeah, your content is always crisp clean, professional, very much given Spike Lee. <laughs> so like, oh my gosh, technology. I take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So since we have this one-on-one, I know we talk all the time on mm -hmm. social media, but certainly just want to give you your flowers and give Thank you your praises you. right here, right now. Thank but you. you are so welcome. For those who may not be familiar with you, can you tell mm -hmm. us about um, your brand, Orchids and Sweet Tea, what it is and how it even got started? Sure. Um, so Orchids and Sweet Tea is a food blog. And basically, it started off as like a lifestyle and food. And then it kind of branched into this kind of space where everybody can come eat good, but at the same time eat healthier. Um, so that's kind of like the twist that I do with a lot of my recipes. A lot of them stem from like my Southern and Jamaican backgrounds. So you'll get a lot of that. But then I also branch off into like other dishes that people might not necessarily have tried, but it's really healthy and it's a great alternative. And how I got started was um, I got started in like 2016, I want to say. And that's right after having my son. He's eight. Aww. And, you know, like women go through postpartum and it's like the struggle. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things, though, was that I noticed that I couldn't like digest gluten and dairy as much. And so I started kind of dabbling into veganism. But at that time, you know, veganism products weren't like how they are today. Yes. So there was barely any and I struggled with like sticking to a vegan diet. Then I fused into like a vegetarian diet. Then I realized like I was eating more dairy. And so I was like, you know what? Forget the diets. Let me just eat healthier, substitute ingredients and kind of like figure it out that way. And that's kind of like the journey of my blog. And I use that. It's kind of, I guess, like my food journal. And so like a lot of people I notice actually have the same, you know, problems or the issues or maybe their family member is like gluten free, but everybody else eats regular. So I kind of make my recipes fit into that where people can have their own preference, substitute their own ingredients and everybody's happy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but with some of your content, you make me want to be vegan sometimes. <laughs> Now, I'm still wanting to have a good pork chop or two. Right. <laughs> At some point, it's just like, okay, maybe I can do this little, little the meatless Monday mm -hmm. and, um, and right. have, a, have a Shanika recipe because, uh, yep. yeah, you definitely, you do your thing on that. So Thank can you. you talk, you're welcome. Can you talk about more, um, about what it, what life has like been a content creator for you? Cause are you a full-time content creator? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I, you know what? I can see that in your work. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but no, can you talk about what your day-to-day -day is like as a content creator? Sure. So I've been full-time for like the past two years. So I started in 2020. I think a lot of people kind of started at that time because the whole world shifted. 
And um, I think what a lot of people don't realize is like, I have a lot of content on Instagram, but I actually run an entire food blog, which is like a whole other beast. And so like my day to day is literally like content creation. Literally, like I wake up and it's like, I usually just figure out what recipes am I going to try today? A lot of times you have to like try a recipe more than once to get it right. You might have to tweak something. So a lot of the times it's literally just me creating in the kitchen, writing down ideas and just kind of tweaking as I go until I perfect it. Then after that, I just photograph it for my blog and then I shoot the video. And yeah, that's like literally my day to day for the most part. And then I have to obviously write the recipe, the blog posts and kind of do all the SEO stuff. And yeah, so it's a lot. <laughs> you make it sound so simple, but you know what? <laughs> um, no, the content is fire. Again, I, I can tell you put the time and energy yeah. into your content because it's just it's like crazy good. <laughs> but. I want you to talk about maybe some of your inspirations or influences. Like, how do you, how did you find like your voice or your tone or your, your branded look? Because again, you know, a Shanika video or Shanika <laughs> content when you see it. Right. How did you go about developing that brand and voice and tone? Um, honestly, I kind of had like a moment last year in like March. And so I call it like a mini breakdown. And I just got fed up of like social media, trying to figure it out. And so I took a step back and was like, trying to figure out my why. And sometimes we get caught up in content creation that we don't realize like, why am I doing this? And how do I show up in my work versus just creating just to create? And so I took like that mini hiatus for like two, three weeks and just literally just honed in on like, who am I? What do I like about food? Because I grew up a picky eater, like super picky. And so I was like, how do I use my flaws per se and put that and translate that into my work? And so that helps other people. And I think that's kind of when I came up with that epiphany and was just like, you know what? Let me just use what I'm used to in the Jamaican household where like literally food was the thing that brought us together mm -hmm. all the time. Like literally a party excuse. Sure. Saturday. Yeah. Somebody's birthday. Sure. And so I was like, you know what? Let me just like use what I've learned growing up, like being in a Jamaican household and then my Southern roots and just kind of like infuse that and figure it out. And so I was just like, I'm gonna start making what I like. I'm gonna start eating like how I eat. And it's like, mm -hmm. if I don't want kale in this, I'm gonna use spinach. And if I don't want potatoes, I mean, like I stopped just worrying about what people want per se and was just like, all right, here's a dish. I like it. Here's how I would eat it. And then kind of like take it from there. So I think honestly, it was just kind of me going back and getting that epiphany of like, let me put myself in my work versus worrying about the trends and the pressures of just creating just to create. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, no, it makes <laughs> perfect sense. Because I know, you know, with content creation, of course, in terms of like maybe positive things, we go for that instant gratification. Right. Put, putting the content out there. But maybe can you talk about some of the things that aren't so great about <laughs> content creation, in your opinion? Um, yeah, I think for sure. Um, if In all honesty, I think a lot of people don't think that, but uniqueness is not celebrated. And so I think that's one of the things that got me frustrated in the first place because people are quicker to kind of hop on trendy things. And so mm -hmm. they support people who are trendy. Um, and so people don't necessarily, I, I don't want to say if they don't care about uniqueness, but I don't think they appreciate it as much. And so I think that's one of the frustrating parts about content creation for me. 
um, the just the love of the work. I think people we've gotten to this like world where everything is so instantaneous and everything mm-hmm. social media. So people aren't necessarily becoming experts or perfecting a craft. They're just doing something, and if I'm good at it and I can produce it at like a mass level, then cool, I'm good. And so I think that's one of the things um, with content creation. I think the other thing is sometimes figuring out what people want yeah. <laughs> because sometimes you got it right on one thing, and then the next time you do it again in a different variation, it's like, oh no, nah, I don't want that, and it's like. Well, I don't know. What do you want? Like everybody's mind changes so quickly. Yes. So I think that's one of like my other things too. <laughs> yeah. And so in, in that same vein, how do you, well, one, I'll ask, have you received any type of like negative feedback in the comments? Cause you already know everybody got haters here and there. Even oh, I of do. Of course. A lot of people try to, uh, well, not a lot of people, but sometimes mm-hmm. people like even get in my DMs. Cause of course my whole mission is to promote black content creators, things of that nature. Right. And people are like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not racist. I'm just right. Black. So I'm gonna promote black stuff, like right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, how do you deal with any type of like negativity in in the comments, or however mm-hmm. they decide to message you and give you that feedback? Um, it depends. So I get negative comments too, and it depends on like, maybe it might be a dish and like, if it's a Jamaican thing, somebody's going to come out and say, oh, that's not how you make it, or that's not how my grandma made it, or there's just some people that are just really nasty. And so it just depends, like, if it's somebody trying to criticize like a dish or whatever, I just pin their comment. Mm-hmm. I I love to do it. I pin it, answer it, and then let everybody else realize like, oh, if you have this same opinion, like I've already answered it. Um, sort of thing. So I'm not really afraid to tackle it. But if it's like super nasty, honestly, I just ignore it most times because I just realize that, again, especially when the content goes viral, you're always going to get like mm-hmm. drops of those negative people. And they just literally have nothing to say. It's just like, I just, I'm mad that this is going viral. Type That's thing. it. That's and yeah. it's always the people with like with the like, either no profile pictures or oh it's like, my gosh. and I'm like, who yes. are you? And I'm thinking like, sometimes it's like, you're oh, a bot. Wow. Yeah, that's what I say. But they actually respond. So I'm like, wait, so it's not a bot. Like, I'm like, who are you? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we we just take it to the end and we keep, Mm -hmm. yeah, we keep moving. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, you have like such a large body of work again i know mm-hmm. before we were um hopped on here we talked about you know your youtube of course you, you, you've done a, a cookbook um, right. you, um post across several um social media platforms like how do you balance all of that oh my gosh i'm i'm on like a thread right now <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean honestly i mean the great thing about most of them is that like it's one video that you can post like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. But then when it gets to YouTube now, that's like an extra content that you have to create. So honestly, it's just like I'm trying to balance it all and like organize myself. And also, I think this year, one of my main things was like, I'm not going to be so focused on putting out all the time. Like I have to also realize that you don't always every day you don't have to post. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the pressure of the content creator because you're like, well, if I don't post today, are they going to forget? Are the, is it going to like ruin the algorithm? Like, am, is my engagement going to mm-hmm. be down? And so I realized too, like going at a pace that actually works for you is the important thing. And that's kind of like 
one of the things I've been doing this year. So I'm like, sometimes you're going to get this reposted content. Sometimes you're going to get new. Sometimes you're going to get none. And yeah. I have to be okay and content with that and know that like, it doesn't change anything. Like my people will still be here. When I post my content, whatever day it is, they're going to come and show up. So yeah. Me, you know, I'm going to be there. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Look, if you don't get nobody else <laughs> that, that likes it or engages with it, I'm going to be there. You and I'm going to come there. And I'm going to let you know what it I is. I appreciate you. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> so I want, we talk about other ventures that you've um, done. Mm-hmm. And I see also, look, your, your cookbook is behind you. You better come on oh, with the product yes. placement. That's good product <laughs> placement. Thank Can you. We talk, you're welcome. Can we talk about that for a moment? Like, what was the process like? Because that's your first and only one, right? Yes, my first okay. and only one. Yep. Yeah. So how did you conceptualize it? What was the mm-hmm. process of getting it published? Can you talk about that a bit? Sure. Um, honestly, it was really quick. I had a blogger friend that published her cookbook at the same publisher. And so we were chatting and um, she gave me the email of the person that's at the publisher. I literally reached out and I guess like they were open to the idea of like doing plant forward because they did a lot mm-hmm. of like vegan cookbooks. And so they wanted to branch off. And so we kind of came up with that idea. And then like, literally they were like, okay, let's publish. And it was like, with that one, they're small, they're victory, they're called victory belt. And so like, it was super fast. I literally had to get like the entire cookbook done in like two, three months, which was insane. Cause it was like a hundred and something recipes. And I've never worked so hard in my life, but it was... Were these like new recipes or did mm-hmm. you like already well, some have of them, some of them stored? Well, some of them you could take from the website, but there was like a certain percentage. So a lot of them were new, mm-hmm. like at least 70% of them were new. So I literally was like out here content creating and cooking up and photographing and doing that whole bit. But it honestly was a great experience looking back because it really taught me one, how to like do multiple things at one time. And like, I was doing like maybe six recipes a day just Mm -hmm. to get it out the window. Yeah. And I think it just kind of gave me that flexibility and that stamina to create content. And so it made it easier after I was done. And now I can do my own content. And last year, that's kind of like why you guys saw me beasting and doing like two reels a day Mm -hmm. because I kind of got used to that pace. So it was a, it was, it was good and bad. I mean, most publishers that are bigger, they give you like about a year or two. So I think my second cookbook, I would love to like have that experience and take it slower and really think it through. But I mean, I'm super proud of the first one. So (laughs) yeah. Okay. So you you dropped down that we're going to have a second one. Is it coming anytime (laughs) soon or is it just a thought? It's just a thought. Yeah. But I will let you guys know. Trust me. Okay. All right. (laughs) Now I know in addition to the cookbook and um, your content creation, you Mm -hmm. also have a production company with your husband. Yes. Okay, talk about that. Look, another layer. Oh, I know, I know. Well, this one, I'm more of like the back seat of this. My husband is more of the forefront because he's the one that shoots my videos and edits. So like he's a techie side. And so he wanted to do like this production company where hopefully our goal is to like have an actual studio in Brooklyn and kind of like make it a hub for content creators because that's obviously that's Mm -hmm. the goal like as we learn and we perfect and we kind of like get ourselves better in this space the whole thing is to help other people especially black creators and so like that's the vision but obviously Mm -hmm. this is his thing so it's just going at 
his pace. <laughs> but yeah, that is the goal. Like one of my things I'm trying to do in the next couple months is actually put an ebook out for content creators because I'm constantly getting DMs and everybody wants advice and everybody wants to know my setup and everybody wants to know yes. about video production. So I want to try to do at least an ebook for now to like, you know, have them have that as something and then hopefully evolve into like a course or once our yep. studio is open, then people got a place to go. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. I know yeah. so many content creators who would be like, if mm-hmm. Shanika drops a course, like, <laughs> I, I, like, let me know. I'm trying to know. And I will be I in know. that class too. Um, <laughs> so, and, and it's funny. Okay, so you said your husband does, mm-hmm. is it all or most of like your video editing? I just kind of all. All of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So you do the photography portion? Yep. The photography okay. and the styling and the cooking. And then he does the, he shoots and then he does the edits. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. That's amazing. So yeah, y'all definitely <laughs> got that class because. I know. I know. Trust me, we're learning though. And so we're doing a lot of like even product videography. And so we just want to get like the best information before I drop a course. Cause I know like everybody drops a course and you can but mm-hmm. I really want to give you all the real tea. So trust me, it's brewing though. But once it's out though, you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, let me ask you this on a, look on a mm-hmm. more personal note. What mm-hmm. is it like working with your husband? <laughs> like, is it, is it too much? <laughs> is it like, look, I need my space. Like, right. Oh, what is that like? Oh man. Um, most days great. Cause I think we've gotten <laughs> used to it for so long, but yeah, there's sometimes where you're like, uh, I'm over this right here, this content creation, or I'm over this process, or he wants me to do like some shot that I'm like, uh, I don't see the vision for, but he sees it. So sometimes it can get a little frustrating, but for most times it's like, we've kind of created this system and we've gotten mm-hmm. used to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so what or who are some of like the influences for your style, maybe for you and mm-hmm. and or your husband? Because again, right. you have a very distinct look. With it's kind of like the darking look. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Again, you just know a Shanika <laughs> video when you see it. So, like, what what were the influences behind that? Oh man, honestly, the major influence I think was um, just the Jamaican culture. I think once I started honing into that and like just reminding myself and watching YouTube videos and stuff of like how, you know, Jamaicans cook outdoors and Mm -hmm. they literally have like one pot and they'll cook everything in that one pot. And it's a slow process. And just, I think just that vibe of Mm -hmm. like the Jamaican culture, I kind of just was like, you know what, let me, let me sit in this because that's what I grew up seeing. Mm. So that's like the most, and although I'm not doing that, like in my content, actually outdoors or, you know, doing all those things, I feel like I wanted to give that vibe and, you know, Jamaicans the vibe. And so I was just like the dark colors. If I have the dark colors, I'm going to have something pop. Or if I have like a dish, I'm going to make a twist and a spin on it. Like I just wanted to hone in on the Jamaican culture. And I think that's kind of where I got my style from. Oh, yeah, because that gets to the bottom of, of the name, Orchids yeah. and Sweet Tea. What, mm-hmm. what all, explain that, the, the name, because <laughs> that's a very unique name, too. I know, I know. Um, honestly, when I first did it, I actually was just like, I love orchids. That's like my favorite flower. So I chose that. And then Sweet Tea was like the southern side, because in the south, like Sweet Tea, you can't have no conversations. You can't have no meal without a Sweet Tea. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? It actually don't sound too bad together. And literally, that was like why I chose it. 
Yeah, I get, I'm from the South. I'm from born and raised mm-hmm. North Carolina. I, oh, I get yeah. the aspect. Mm-hmm. I get yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> so let me say, what advice would you give to someone who maybe wants to be a content creator, mm-hmm. doesn't know where to start? I know oftentimes, you know, finances may be an issue. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just scared to get out there because now you're faced with, you know, public critique and potential yeah. ridicule. So mm-hmm. what advice would you offer some for somebody who's really just wants to go hard in the content creation game, but doesn't know exactly how to get started? Sure. Um, honestly, my first thing I would say is to for them to get their mindset right, because I feel like that is going to be the the hub to everything else. And so like I'm heavy on listening to podcasts or on YouTube, favorite people like E.T., Inky Johnson, like folks that keep you motivated because for sure you're going to need that regardless. Um, So I think that's like my first thing that I tell people to do. Get your mindset right and then be focused because I know how hard it is to like not look at everybody else and compare because there's so Mm -hmm. many people in so much competition and it's always such a like competitive game and so my thing is like just stay tunnel vision focused on just your stuff don't look at anybody else's I remember talking to I remember reading about a blogger actually that's like super major in the white space and she literally follows no bloggers and she was just like, I don't want to compare. I don't want to look at anybody mm-hmm. else's work. I don't want, I just want to focus solely on my stuff. And so I realized when I did that, like, it's definitely a game changer. And as, as tempting as it might be for some people, like, I'm like, don't look. Because you're going to find yeah. yourself trying to emulate or it's going to slowly fuse into emulating. And then yeah. you're going to find yourself in this whole thing of like, oh, man, this is not me or I got to change it up. So, yeah, that's my second thing. And then my third thing is, you have to invest. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that. And I know that like, it's not easy. I can't, I could tell you like, I have invested in moments where like, yo, I couldn't even afford bills. It was that crazy. But I was like, yo, I have this vision. I want to do this. And so we got to put it all in. And so especially today, because I think that there's so much content creators and so many influencers out there like you have to invest to stand out Mm -hmm. because folks out here are making like like when I say you think my content is great like there's some people out here that's like editing to the nines like as if it's product photography or videography so like investing is key and granted knowing what to invest in is the important thing Mm -hmm. because even if you invest in like one solid camera and then you have like your tripod or you have like a c-stand so that you can have like overhead that's fine, even if it's starting small, but knowing that you have to constantly invest in your stuff is important. And as you go, you'll always invest greater and greater and greater, but you have to start off investing. Like you can't get around that. Like people telling you to shoot with your iPhone, like, okay, there are people who do that, but trust me, especially as a black creator, like you have to step your game up because unfortunately, I think black creators and influencers kind of have to do a lot more. <laughs> and so yeah. what one influencer could get away with a black creator more than likely won't or you won't get noticed or they'll overlook you so yeah <sighs> like with everything Shanika <laughs> All right? yeah you already know <laughs> 10 times harder <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, I tell you. Um, no, yeah, that that that's definitely the truth. Um, thank you for sharing that insight. 
Um, right. Now I just want to talk about what's maybe um, on the horizon for orchids and sweet tea in the near future. Ooh, what's on the horizon? Um, I think I want to branch out into a product. I don't know yet what it would be like i know that the ideal would be like seasonings or something like that um but i still am trying to figure out what would people really want and value and so like that's one of the things that i want to do so having a product is like my next thing um yeah and i think just like focusing on the production side of stuff like i was saying like my whole goal is to help other creators so i think that's kind of like the stance i'm going to take the focus um, as the year progresses. So I think that's like my main thing. And besides that, my YouTube that I'm relaunching, that's like the most immediate thing. So that I'm going to be relaunching um, hopefully before the end of next month. So I'm excited about that. So many people always are asking me like, oh, do you have like tutorials on cooking or how to cook? Mm -hmm. And so that's what my YouTube is going to be. So it's not going to be content like Instagram. I'm actually going to be front facing. I'm going to be teaching you guys. I'm going to be explaining and educating you guys on certain foods. And so that's like the, that's like what I have so far. <laughs> okay. well, we're waiting with anticipation. Yeah. Um, I know. Let me see. I know you have a newsletter on your page because I'm mm -hmm. definitely, I, I want this, this, this drop. <laughs> this right. drop when you start doing the class. So it, is it safe to say maybe just go sign up for your newsletter and yes. and, wait and, see. Mm -hmm. and of course follow and you I'll on definitely. social media platforms. Yeah. And, and I'll always announce. Yeah. 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 For sure. Okay. Perfect. So I will <laughs> say, is there anything else that you want people to know about orchids and sweet tea? Oh man. Is there anything else? Um, I mean, no, I think people already know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much an open book for folks who follow me. Like, you know, that I'm always keep it real with people. Um, so I feel like I just share as I go. So there's nothing like, I feel like I need to share. <laughs> okay. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, I want to go into a little segment. I like to call kitchen table talk. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Are you ready, Shanika? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So, again, Kitchen Table Talk is just a segment where um, I throw out some scenarios, some questions, mm -hmm. and I just want you to address them and answer them as if we're just two friends talking at the kitchen table. All right. <laughs> okay. So, number one... Actually, yeah, I do. I got to start off with this one for the culture. I'm going to have to start <laughs> asking everybody this. Shanika... Team salt mm -hmm. or sugar in your grits? Oh my gosh. Salt. Mm. I don't know why people say sugar. Are you sugar? Because I, I never grew up eating sugar in my grits. Am I like the only one who's never tried it? I feel like I'm alone here. And Shanika, I'm going solid. I'm going I'm going to just pretend like I ain't say that. All right. But it's salt. Though. Mm. I've never tried it. Is it good with sugar? Like I, you, you gotta try it. All I right, just need for right. everybody to give it a good <laughs> faith, like chance. It's oh, good, and I mean, I'm not saying go all the time. All the time, people are like torn between this, and I've never tried it with sugar. Yeah, I think you should. All Again, right. I'm not saying put a pound of sugar in your <laughs> just a little, a little sprinkling, bit. just enough to be like. Okay, like I, I can taste it. It's just, right. just there. All right, I'm gonna do it just for you, and I'm gonna report okay. back. 
Thank you. Please do report back. I will. <laughs> and I want you to put it in your recipe as a part of your recipe in the next cookbook. Okay. Got you. <laughs> Just for me. <laughs> okay. The next one. What celebrity would you like to have dinner with and why? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, man. What celebrity? I, I would actually want to have dinner with Monique from the Parkers. Yes. <laughs> she is my type of girl. I feel like we would have, like, laughs for sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what would you cook for Monique? Oh, man. I feel like she'd probably want it all. Probably, like, chicken... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she. I don't know if she eats grits, but I feel like you have to have grits, chicken, grits, shrimp, whatever she wants, and a bottle of Alize. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta have that. <laughs> okay, let's see. What's one thing you're not good at cooking? Oh my gosh. Um, it's so funny because the simplest things like. <laughs> I'm not good at, I'm not good at, well, for baking, I'm not good at baking cookies, which is like so crazy because it's so easy. I don't, I don't know why, but it's like, (laughs) I promise you, I promise you, like, I can never get it perfect. Like it's, I just, that's why my just be looking chunky and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, perfection is out the door, folks. But yeah, cookies is what I I can't bake and what I can't cook is um what would I say I can't cook I mean sometimes I feel like rice is the hardest thing to get right mm-hmm. like I literally am like I don't want it to it, it gets too soft sometimes if you put too much water and then it's, it doesn't cook through like I feel like that's the one thing that just frustrates me which is like I don't got time to make rice. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you on yeah. that one. I'm a habitual. <laughs> go get that little 90 second right? pack and put it yes. in there and call it a yes. day. And call it a um, day, yeah. Because by the time you put it over like some meat or whatever your entree is, it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, it's whatever. <laughs> it For is sure. whatever. <laughs> now let's take it back to your Jamaican roots. Mm-hmm. So I need to know, what's a spice that you just can't live without? Ooh. Man, what is a spice? Um, I think allspice is like that one thing that like I got to put in everything. Like mm-hmm. literally. Yeah, I think allspice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and then, even on top of that, you know how we do in black culture. Now, mm-hmm. what's the longest time you've kept the spice in the pantry? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. People be changing their drink every six months because I mean, maybe mine's going rotation because I'm always cooking, but when I was mm-hmm. doing content creation, oh my gosh, probably like a year sometimes. I'd be looking at the expiration like, wow, I didn't even know he had an expiration. Am I, I like the only one? <laughs> no, no, me. I got some stuff that's been on there for, for some years. You know, I just smell it and then I might yeah. like put, put my little finger on yeah. there and taste it. Like, and it's like, no, it's still good. It's still good. That that paprika's still good. <laughs> the garlic powder, it might be hard. You might have to shake it up a little bit, right? but you know, it, it's, it's good. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, and lastly, we're going to go all the way left because, okay. you know, um, it is Women's History Month, and mm-hmm. I know that, you know, by the time this airs, it'll probably be in April, but... Okay. 
we here at Talent Company are supporters of the women's empowerment movement. Mm-hmm. And so I want to talk about maybe something that's like a lyric or something from the critically acclaimed Cardi B that oh, okay. really stands for women's empowerment. You ready? Ready. <laughs> okay. And it comes from the song WAP. I want you to touch that, touch that. That's swing in the back of my And it reads. I let him taste it, and now he diabetic. I don't want to spit. I want to gulp. I want to gag. I want to choke. I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. Shanika, can you tell me, as a woman, how do those lyrics empower you? And what do they mean to you? Oh, my God. Um, How do they empower me? Um, I think it just literally just shows you, like, how badass a woman could be like honestly like that's that's just like my whole thing yeah i feel like that's all it does is it tells you like yo like i can be the the prize and so like women can be in control in certain situations and it's not always has to be the man so i think that's what i get from that um (laughs) but obviously we know what she's talking about I love how you kept this so classy in that response. Yeah, I tried. I tried. <laughs> but we'll talk about the real afterwards. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. So thank you for having this conversation with me at the kitchen table. I really appreciate it. Of course. <laughs> but now, moving on, because I do like to, um, of course, always leave um, the viewers with some positivity, some takeaways. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, Shanika, What are your food for thought items for the viewers? Um, food for thought items. Well, first I have to say, um, that I know that it sounds very cliche and a lot of people say it, but making sure that you believe in yourself and that you advocate for yourself, not just like we talk about it in like healthcare or just equality, but just in general, even in your content creation and standing firm on like what you believe in or what you want your content to resonate or how you want it to resonate. I think being able to advocate for yourself and stand up for that reason is super important as a content creator. Um, and not like letting anyone take away your stride, not letting anyone compare you. Um, and not you also not comparing yourself. And I think that we all have to figure out and know that like we have value to bring to the space, no matter how big or small. Um, and you don't have to look like everybody else. And so I think being the oddball or the unique one or the black sheep, as they say, it's cool. You don't have to worry about like, I know sometimes it might be, it might feel like it's a lonely space, but for sure it is cool. And there's always people that are watching and always people that are feeling inspired. So that's like my food for thought, like wear it with stride, wear it with pride. Like you're good. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> be authentic. Be you. There's yes. only one you. Yep. <laughs> Well, okay, Shanika, I think our conversation has come to an end. But I do appreciate your time today. Um, You're welcome. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. 
And I hope you've enjoyed this discussion. But um, before we end things, Shanika, I want you to just let everybody know where they can tap in and, and see your content and how they can best support you. Sure. So my main um, place of content is my site. So it's orchidsandsweettea.com. And then you can find me mostly on Instagram. So it's orchids, the letter N, sweet tea, underscore. And then I'm also on TikTok, Facebook, and then I will be on YouTube. <laughs> All right. Y'all heard her. Go follow her. Go support. <laughs> and then um, for me, just while we're on here, be sure to um, hit that like button and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And then also, if you're listening, be sure to follow the podcast and rate and comment and just let us know how we can improve and make the experience better for you. And then lastly, if you happen to know any um, change makers, uh, social media content creators um, or entrepreneurs in the food and beverage industry, feel free just to message me at eat at chowandcompany.com and just let them know that, hey, this is the show for them. Let's go. Let's have them on. <sighs> and then I think, again, we'll close things out, Shanika. I appreciate you being here today. All right, everybody. Until next time. Ciao. Bye.